welcome to Thrive tonight. As we continue the series on Lord, teach us how to pray. We want to remind you that Hillside is a house of prayer. I'm continually on the lookout for people who might want to join one of the prayer teams. And very often I find people who want to join or feel led to join a prayer team, but they tell me that they're afraid to because, number one, they don't know what to say, and number two, they don't know if they will know the will of God. So during this series, we have demonstrated how we normally pray in different teams. We pray God's word. And that answers question number one. You will know what to say because you're reading God's word. And it answers question number two. God said it, so it's his will. <coughs> Hopefully that will uh, free people up to be able to join prayer teams. During the two previous sessions, you got the chance to experience this way to pray. Our hope is that it builds your confidence in coming boldly to the throne of grace to ask for help in the time of need. And that you come to know God more and more and more. Tonight we have two speakers. Anna, who, will, who leads the team for, that prays for all of the ministry leaders, uh, who are the backbone of Hillside's offerings of service. And then Mark, who encourages the breakthrough team, has some interesting information to share with you. And then we'll get another chance to exercise linking our shields of faith together in prayer groups. So, here's Anna. Hi, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. I came to Hillside about four and a half years ago. I felt the Holy Spirit was drawing me to come here. I had met several of the church members and felt that there was a difference in their walk with the Lord. I'll never forget that first Sunday morning. I felt that I, like I had come home. One of the church members gave me a hug, and she began to pray for me and said several healing words to my soul, and I broke down. But I felt that I, it was like God was confirming that I was home. I felt that it was a new journey in my life. You see, it had only been a month since I had lost my husband after being married 39 years. Soon after I started coming to church, I went to the women's Bible study. Not long after that, I was invited to join the prodigal prayer group. Then I was invited to join the altar prayer team. In late 2017, I was asked if I wanted to be a leader, leader uh, to lead a prayer team in which to pray for Hillside ministry leaders. I said yes. I feel, I feel it is an honor to be standing here before you doing the work which my Lord has placed me to do for his kingdom. Thank you to my pastors for opening their hearts and being so supportive, caring, and loving towards me. Now I would like to introduce you to the people who lead the many ministries that make Hillside function. Leaders, as I call your name, please come up to the front and stand by me. We are, pray we are a praying church, and we will be praying for you. Oh, Pastors Bruce and Dory, 
Not here tonight, they're still on vacation. <laughs> Elders, JJ and Andrea. Andrea, I think, is in school, correct? Advisory board, Bruce, Dory, Bruce Gesick, JJ and Andrea, Enoch and Denise. Come on up, please. Office staff, Andrea and Althea. Althea's in school, and so is Andrea, right? <laughs> Good for them. Finance, Bruce Gesick. There you go, Bruce. <laughs> Worship. Enoch. Enoch. Ushers and greeters. Carol and Je Jerry Munzer. They're on vacation. Hospitality. Jen and Josh. Kids Church. Denise. There she is. Toddlers and nursery. Becky and Scott. Teen Bible study. London and Brethren. Men's Bible study, Jerry. You know, there's a lot of us that are, have more than one hat. Mm -hmm. And it is a blessing to have that, to be able to help and work in God's ministries. Women's Bible study, Lori. Thrive, JJ and Andrea. Women's support group, Lori. Shelter meals, Dean. Jail, Lori. Prairie teams, Donna. Now, I would like as to ask each of you in the congregation to come up and face these leaders. We are going to pray for them. I'm going to lead you in the prayer. Agree with me. Please lift your hand toward them. Heavenly Father, we come in your precious Son's name, Jesus. We come before you in prayer for our leaders. Lord, Thank you that you have chosen each one of us present tonight as your chosen generation. We are your royal priesthood. We are a holy nation, your own special people, that we may proclaim the praises of you who called us out of darkness into your marvelous light, as it is written in 1 Peter 2.9. Father God, we ask that you open the doors of heaven for each of these leaders we pray in Jesus' name that you anoint each leader in their ministries. Father God, we ask in Jesus' name that as we pray, we are speaking into the atmosphere your word. We declare and decree, as it states in Ephesians 1.17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to each one of you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in your ministries. Galatians 6, 9 through 10 reads, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are the, of the household of faith. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. <laughs> Woo I admire Bruce. Every week he gets up here and talks to people. This is, it makes you a little nervous to come up and do this. You know, during this series, we have been referring to Hillside Christian Fellowship repeatedly as a house of prayer. House of prayer is mentioned first in the Bible in uh, Isaiah 56, verse 7. It says, These will I bring to this holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. 
Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted at my altar, and my house will be called the house of prayer for all nations. Guys, we are a house of prayer here. Before I go any further, I just want to share with you that uh, I'm up here tonight because we have a scripture that we read quite frequently, especially in, we do it in prodigal prayer, and it's been mentioned many times in pre-service prayer. It's in Second Chronicles um, chapter 14, or 7, verse 14. And it says, um, I'm going to just kind of skip over to it here. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now verse 15 says, Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. The reason I wanted to share both of those scriptures, both verses, because we do quote that quite often, Second Chronicles. We quote it all the time, 714, but we don't read that next verse, my ears are open. And the reason I bring that up is because we quote it, but how often do we actually pray for our country, for our nation? And so that's kind of a, a super important thing for us to do. So we're going to be doing that tonight. What I'd like to do before I do that is I want to talk a little bit about, well, first of all, I want to share with you, I've been here at uh, Hillside for about eight years. Uh, when I first came here, I had been a believer who, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to just be really honest with you, I had been involved in leadership positions in the church, which I never should have been in because I was not living my life the way I should have been living my life. God has been changing me, and I have to say a lot of that change is because of the leadership, because of the people right here in this body, and how they have shared, and how the Holy Spirit has gotten a hold of me through those people. So many of you who are here probably can testify to that as well. I want to share with you the, the definition of four words tonight. The words are repentance, confession, humility, and accountability. What is the definition of repentance? Now, if you ask Google what repentance is, Google defines it as a sincere regret or remorse. Well, that might be part of what repentance is. But truly, repentance is about turning. Turning away from the behavior we have been engaged in in changing our life because we have a changed heart. In the Greek, the word repent is a compound word formed from the word meta, and which means to be with or amid, and noeo, which means to exercise the mind. So thus the word literally means accompanied by an exercise of the mind. And we have come to understand it means that we need to change our mind. In the Hebrew, it means to go back or revert. Now in the Greek, I'm going to talk next about the word confess. The word in Greek for confess is homoloheo, which basically means to say the same thing. I was actually surprised when I learned this. You see, 
It means we need to agree, admit, or acknowledge. Thus, when we realize that the Holy Spirit is speaking to us about our behaviors, and he's telling us one of our behaviors is wrong, we need to agree with him. We need to admit what we've been doing is wrong. When the Holy Spirit convicts us of wrongdoing, he does not condemn us. I want to make this clear. Condemnation comes from the enemy, from the devil. Um, so don't buy into it, and especially don't agree with it. But confessing means we agree with God that we have done wrong and we admit it. But what about humility? That was the fourth word here. I want to share with you the scripture in Proverbs eleven twelve. It says, it tells us, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. In 1 Peter 5, 5, it says, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, in humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. What is the definition of humility? Well, it's the quality of being humble. Humility comes from the Latin word humilis. It means low, literally low. If you feel humility in front of someone, you feel small. In a, the scheme of things, you're just a simple person. Now, someone who spends their life taking care of others shows humility. Jesus set numerous examples for us about humility. Now, I want to share this one. It's from John 13, verses 14 and 15. So now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example so that you do as I have done for you. And we've got to ask ourselves about the last word, which is accountability. The Greek word, ethene, I have trouble pronouncing Greek. Anyone else? They break it down by syllable for those of us who need that help. Athene is defined as a willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. The quality or state of being accountable. As Christian believers, we are taught to find someone we trust and be willing to speak about our actions and have someone to answer to. We encourage each other and follow God's word and we're responsible to it and to each other. If you want to grow as a believer, and I can definitely share this in my own self, it's important to have an accountability partner, someone you admit your actions to. So those are the definitions of the word repentance, confession, humility, and accountability. I'd normally open this up for confession, but this isn't one of those circumstances. I mean, for uh, questions, I mean, not confession. Uh, <laughs> hey, maybe the Holy Spirit was speaking there. <laughs> Just kidding. So we're going to pray for our country. But before I say this prayer, I want to share with you, if you have an opportunity tonight, and you don't have to do it right now, but in Daniel, the ninth chapter of Daniel, Daniel prays for the country. And this prayer is in a large way modeled after that prayer. So we're going to pray. And I ask that as we do pray, if you could stand and agree with me, I'd appreciate that. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, you are amazing and wonderful. You are the creator, and we all owe honor and glory to you.
We praise you, Lord. Every breath we breathe and our very existence is because of you. You have kept your covenant of love with those who love you and keep your commandments. We are your children, and we have become adopted into your family through the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we as a nation have sinned and done wrong. We have been wicked and have rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and your laws, and we have listened to and followed people who have rebelled against you and have directed us as a nation in wrongful paths. Wicked behavior is prevalent in every part of our country. We could go on about the horrible things that are happening, but Lord, you already know. Through the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, and by faith and through the confession of our mouths, you promise to forgive us our sin, cleanse us of all iniquity, iniquity, and make us righteous people. We know as Christians we're just a remnant of the people who live in this land, but we lift our nation's leaders, our senators, our governors, our president, our vice president, and even our local governing bodies, and we ask that you would turn their hearts toward you and away from wickedness. In the book of Proverbs, your word says, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the river's water, he turns it whatsoever way he will. Proverbs 21, 1. Lord, we ask you that you turn the hearts of our nation's people. We ask that you would empower us to start and move along with a movement of prayer throughout this land to join and seek together to acknowledge you as God Almighty. We want to please you by our actions and see you move upon this nation in a massive way so that you can be justified in healing our land and forgiving our people. Holy Spirit, move on us so that we will be people who share the fruit of the Spirit with others. Guide us, Lord. We know that you are merciful, merciful and forgiving even though we have rebelled against you and we have not kept your laws. Give us, your people, as a nation, new thinking and turn us away from rebellion and sin. Help us to focus our attention on your word and your truth. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord, and we give you all honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hillside, we're talking about breakthrough tonight. So where do you need breakthrough? Is it in physical healing? Is it in provision, you know, jo your job, your finances? Or is it in relationships, you know, marriage, family, children, parents? Or is it the church reaching the lost or impacting the community? As we transition into we're going to have some Breakout groups, think about what your breakthrough needs are, and uh, let's take three minutes, if you would, bow your heads, let's be silent, and pray to the Lord.